1: Runs and runs But nothing works He can't get away from DJ Now Daddy OG, and, and Master John The number one Bengals Podcast That's us That Good is night.
2: us John It is Thank you again for the song
1: mm, a sec- oh, again well okay. it was I mean, it was good. great I don't mind it was great it again
2: yeah welcome to the number bangers podcast i'm your study mcduke i'm joined as always by john the Brain sheeran and we are on the roll like the cincinnati bangers who have won what john four or five games in a row i've lost track
1: it's weird though because the better the team is the less we have on the show we're slowly yeah dying off i don't know I haven't heard from either of the other two in days, hours, minutes. It's crazy.
2: It is crazy. I believe they are being poached by other podcasts, by other shows, and it is really out of our hands. But I will say this, John, the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow finally, you know, it's like Joe Burrow is this beautiful rooster, you know, with these beautiful orange feathers. And he was trying to wrestle this muddy, disgusting pig in the Cleveland Browns for all these years, and he has struggled to do so. And finally he figured out how to peck his way out of there, which was it's a crazy great crazy because they have, yeah. they
1: have a disgusting pig at quarterback now, not the Bengals, the other team.
2: Yes. Well, I will say we had the most disgusting pig in the Rottlisberger for many years. And Joe Burrow was able to slay him as well. So, really, John, let's talk about what went right against the Cleveland Browns. Because what I saw was early on, there was a little bit of confusion. I think they lost a lot of guys very quickly. I think T. Higgins supposedly they expected to have, he was not there. He's a big part of the game plan, as always. And Then they lost Tyler Boyd very early, right? And then they were triple-teaming, let's say, Jamar Chase. And so I think that the offense was a little... Oh, and then also the defensive line, as always, is getting that big push up front, was getting their hands, getting the balls batted. And uh, the Bengals were a little bit off their game. But But then, John, really, I think late in the first half and then early in the second half, zach taylor's play calling kind of carried the game
1: i think it says something that even after what a handful of drives the fact that you have trent taylor and trent Irwin in there and eventually the offense gets to a point where nothing really skips a beat now obviously not scoring in the first i think four drives it was a really ugly start to the game in general it felt like it's a lot of animosity. There was just booze out of the wazoo in that crowd for the Browns quarterback. It's, it just seemed like a really mad atmosphere, and maybe that just translated into the game. And it could have gotten ugly like many Bengals-Browns games have been in the past. After going three and out in, the, in that first drive, Deshaun Watson, his first two completions go for first downs, and Nick Chubb's only success of the day really came on that first on that first drive, but the Browns couldn't finish. The Bengals' defense holds them. On fourth down, they had this tremendously weird play call where it's a deep shot with Jacoby Brissett, not Deshaun Watson, trying to throw into the end zone just to get a yard, and the Browns don't score, and the game is, is scoreless after the first quarter, so... The game doesn't get away from the Bengals at that point. They find their footing offensively. They find some sort of rhythm. Joe Burrow makes some plays under pressure. He completes like 14 of his final 21 passes, and he still has a decent day without two of his best receivers. And like you said, Jamar Chase got a ton of attention because T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd weren't out there, and he still goes for 10 catches, 120 yards against the secondary that wanted nothing to do with him having that kind of success based off of what they said about him in the off seasons so of Chase really stepped up. Yeah. Burrow had a greedy-type game. The run-blocking eventually got to the point where it should have been against that uh, Browns defensive line. But the title of that song that I sang is called Erase Me, and I feel like Kid Cudi sang that about Nick Chubb because he was completely erased from this game. Shout-out to DJ Reader for that.
2: Yeah, well, there was a lot there, a lot to unpack, if you will, John. But I want to just real quickly, I want to talk about Jamar Chase. Yes, they were triple-teaming him. But the way that the Bengals were utilizing him and the chemistry he has with Joe Burrow, we talk about it a lot on the big plays. But John, it was like every single time Joe Burrow needed seven yards, 10 yards, right? It's just these shorts, little, I don't know what they are, dig routes or little curls or little, right? And and it's just like the ball is exactly where Jamar needs it. It's exactly beyond the reach of the defender, right? And he just extends his arms a little bit. And he's on the sideline making these, you know, eight ten yard grabs over and over and over again. And then added up to whatever, a hundred something yards on ten catches.
1: And sometimes it's not even where Jamar expects it, and it's exactly. right where it needs to be. Like he yeah. didn't know that pass was coming to him in the end zone because like we talk about how coverages sometimes confuse quarterbacks from the pre snap to the post snap. Well, Jamar Chase saw what the Browns were doing defensively before the snap and the route that he was going to run. He didn't expect the ball to come his way based off where the safeties were, but the safeties rotated at the last second. Burroughs saw this. He saw that there was some t- minuscule-type window. It's about the size of the circle I'm making on the screen right here. And he was able to fire that ball in right when he needed to. And Jamar Chase that you know what, I'll just turn it back around, see what's happening in the play. Next thing you know, the ball's right in his hands. It was a 20-yard yeah. handoff in the smallest window possible. It was insane. Let's at, take a quick look at that play. 15-yard line going in. Burrow to the end zone. Touchdown.
2: And yeah, it's exactly as you described, John. It was, it was about as small of a window as you can imagine. And Burrow knew right away where he was going. But like you said, Jamar didn't seem to be expecting the ball. Or maybe it's again, one of Jamar's talents is not showing the play until the very last second. Maybe it was just being very sneaky. I don't know. But yeah, that, was, that might be my top Burrow pass this year. And that's saying a lot that was an amazing
1: pass but i mean john, we just talked yeah, last week about that small exactly throw and he topped yeah. it a week later <laughs>
2: i think this was better than that i mean that would obviously was to win the game but john i you mentioned other players getting involved and obviously who can forget this amazing amazing call by zach taylor and amazing execution by the entire team <laughs> That was amazing. And that was, of course, to Trenton, Irvin. And here's the thing. I don't even know if the the play was the best part there. Because do you remember what he did afterwards?
1: I do. Yeah, let's see it.
2: That was amazing. The little jig. He's so happy. He's so happy, John. They should let him get all the touchdowns.
1: Well, he should be because he's Trenton Irvin, and there's no reason why he should... Of all people, he should be be torching,
2: and, torching like, the Browns secondary. Like, yeah, I mean, he was there. wasn't a defender within 10 yards of the man. It was amazing.
1: A huge mistake. We know what Trent Irwin's capable of now. I guess the Browns didn't. Yeah, I,
2: I think, to John, I think, you know, I think the Bengals are doing really a good job of selling the run on a lot of these plays. You know, and then, and then selling the pass on other plays. You know, I, I, let me show you this, this run that I saw of Joe Mixon that I really liked, where you can see, see the, even the blocking, the pass blocking, the receivers, everybody sells pass very convincingly. And, and Joe Burrow has a very late, very delayed handoff, and it's super effective. And I just feel like the play calling and the execution is at its peak.
1: And it really concerned me this game because early on they weren't generating a lot of movement up the middle against that Browns defensive line. And they have just abysmal defensive tackle play. And that should have been like this mismatch that should have been exploited early on. So the fact that as the game went on, you had plays like that where they were generating movement up the middle to allow plays like that. It really took Joe Mixon, I think, two quarters to really get into his groove and break off some of those big runs. But as soon as as that happened, as they were starting to give him more space to make those plays, you really started to see him run harder than he's run in a long time. I know we just had that Panthers game a a few weeks ago, but you have to remember, early in Joe Mixon's career, his best games came against the Cleveland Browns defense, and for whatever reason, this offensive line hasn't been able to dominate like they should against this Browns defensive line, but that wasn't the case today. Like Miles Garrett had some plays here and there, but they the Bengals really exposed the weak point of the Bengals or the Browns defensive line.
2: But I think their communication and their ability to pass off pass rushers has really, really, it's it's really developed. You know, last week against Chris Jones, right? When they were just passing him off to this guy and that guy, right? They were, they were passing him around like he's some sort of, I don't know, some sort of cheap pizza, right? And... And, and and I think John, we know that these guys can't handle the Chris Jones one on one. They can't handle the Miles Garrett. But they, as a team, as a team, they can. They can. This this team is capable now of handling those type of guys. And and look, John, I want to I want to bring something up. It's a little off topic, but it was one of the questions we had. It's about Jermaine Pratt. Okay, this guy is one of the best. Defenders on our team, this guy has really taken off this year. He's had some of the best games of, on defense this year. And apparently he wants more third downs. John, any any news you have about that?
1: Emphasis on apparently. Like he tweeted out, need to play on third down more or better. Too much money left on the table. And this could be interpreted in multiple ways. So it seems really pointless for us to dive in to believe, to try to decipher what he's believing. But that's exactly what we're gonna do because that's what the show is so either this means that jermaine pratt wants to be on the field for a lot more than he is sometimes he does get taken off the field on third down because he's not the greatest in coverage or that they just need to play better on third down which is interesting to me because the Bengals i think stopped the browns on third down like four out of 15 times who knows it's week 14 this is the last year jermaine pratt's uh contract he's going to be a free agent this year it stands to reason why he would want to be on the field more to make those plays to get more money. But we have no idea, ultimately, at the end of the day.
2: Yeah. Well, speaking of having no idea, I want to welcome in, John, our third co-host, Mr. Hoji Electricus He's yeah. here? He is yeah.
0: here. Yeah, I have no idea either what's yeah. going on. You know, you John, you know... We, 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 we finally passed the Browns. The, the Bengals mm. were undergoing what you, a collective sense of constipation and they finally passed the Brown, they passed it out and we'll beyond that stage. And this team cannot be stopped. This is, this uh, is a, this is a train going at 90 miles an hour. You just got to get out of the way.
2: Well, maybe they had too much fiber, let's say in the locker room. And now they're passing all the Browns and you want to slow down. You don't want to, you don't want to empty out your bowels of football teams you want to save some for the postseason right john
1: well hold on if they were they were winners of four straight right and it was the browns that was always the the team that gave them the fits right they couldn't get over it was the one thing being held over joe burrow's head and the fact that they did beat them i feel like that in itself is the laxative that they need they really just emptied out all of their inhibitions now there's just nothing in the way everything is in the toilet bowl at this point
0: yeah yeah, just got this. Press the flash. But John, move on. Look, so let
2: let us, let us explore the reasons why the Bengals' outcome changed this time. One, I would say, and Hoji's is going to love to hear this. I think Zach Taylor has stepped Zach it up in terms of Taylor. in terms of his play calling. Yes. in terms of his play calling, I think that he got creative. It backfired on one play, but in general, which the creativity. The, the one where Jamar Chase was supposed to throw the cor- the pass, and there's like four Browns defenders looking at him. Like, no, hey. no, no.
1: He wasn't supposed to throw. That was supposed to be oh, reverse, and then it was supposed to be snuffed out, and then Chase had He's just a standing the there. Yeah. yeah, he's just a standing there. There was some Do confusion the ball? on the field.
2: Yeah. Very yeah. strange. Very strange play, but that's okay. I'll take that one negative play, and the five, you know, like, Hoji, you weren't here. No. But obviously, obviously one of the highlights of the game was <laughs> the –
0: Incredible. Yeah. Incredible! Wait, wait, wait! Was that Steve Ir- Irwin's yes, son? Yes, it okay. was.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah, and this Hence was the also him. Music. And this was him. Yeah. That was him as well. Yeah, but I would say, so Zach Taylor, you know, very creative. Joe yeah. Burrow, Joe Burrow is more accurate than ever. Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow is on fire, and he's what using all. What about that running? No. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about the running game, but
0: John... What about stopping their running game? What stopping about the stopping... Shots?
2: We talked about... Yeah, but John, I, I want to say this. I think the time that Jamar Chase missed helped this passing game in a lot of ways. Even it helped Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase be more consistent. Because the way they were connecting against the Browns, no. so consistently, they were not looking for the big play. No. I think every single play, other than that touchdown, was along the sidelines, John. Right? They I mean, it was with small
0: maybe cuts. They yeah, did small it's it amazing. It's it a very surgical kind of win. You know, it's but, crazy
1: too. Like, and it was yeah. a win Chase, that. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, like Jamar Chase gets ten catches, and I feel like he gets tackled maybe four times this game because most of the time he just ran out of bounds after evading some tackles. Like he has this, in this uncanny ability to just sh- shrug off guys, even if he's not even the biggest, and he's not. Always the he's not always in a position to get around these guys, like the fact he's able to absorb a lot of this contact and just end up just still on his feet is crazy to me. I don't know, yeah. But John,
2: but there's one other factor we talked about DJ Reader, we talked about Joe Mixon had a great game back, yeah. Joe Burrow's on fire, Zach Taylor, Zach Taylor is hitting his stride. The offensive line is doing just enough, just enough, passing these guys off, like we said like cold, dirty pizza, just passing it off, passing it off. But, John, there's one other one,
0: factor. One other factor, John. Which is? Do you know what that is, John?
1: I was waiting for him to tell
0: me. It is this.
1: Only three times.
2: So when you think that. of, yeah, when you think of, John, when you think of
0: distractions,
2: they are real. Distractions are real. When you think of, Jessica Rabbit and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. They you are real of, and
0: they are lovely.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's the that's the whole thing. If if you if you got it, what is it? You, you better him. use it. Yeah, you. F-nown and and the thing is, him.
0: smoke him if and,
2: you And that whole Browns team, and yeah. I'm not going to name names, but they were so. What's the word? They were mesmerized. John, mm-hmm. they were mesmerized yes. by the third down guy, as he's being called. Yeah. And and I feel like it threw the whole I team was, off.
0: But but more seriously, third that
1: down, you, one D or two Ds,
2: John, John, that was good. How do you sell? That, that it? was pretty good.
0: Okay, so OG, so yeah. can I can can I just say? I mean, we have been dealing with and talking about the fact that this is Joe Burrow's team and it remains Joe Burrow's team, and this was Joe Burrow's win. But Joe Burrow looked good in the first half. He didn't. It but it wasn't like the game was riding on his shoulders, and I love that. This team has become very complete. I mean, number one, the Browns made a lot of mistakes. We admit that. They had a lot of penalties. I think they had 100 yards toward the end when I remember of just losing for just penalties. And But that aside, the Bengals were, were able to stay in the game as a team. And again, this goes back to Zach Taylor. You know, one thing that I, that I heard on the news was that Zach Taylor had shown every Bengals player last week a video of how each and every one of them contributed and did something extra. That's great coaching. That is 2022 coaching. Yeah. You're not going to see Bill Belichick doing something like that. That's new era affirmative values coaching. This is a man who has probably studied child psychology and adult psychology, yeah. like Taylor, and he's using yeah. it. And he's using well. It. I mean, it's funny you say this that. Is he's the also coach in the NFL right now.
2: Yeah, but he's also living child psychology. Yes. Zach Please. Burrow, guys, let me, just, let me just say something. Zach Taylor. I read a report, Zach Taylor. Yeah. I read a report that five weeks ago, the soft part of Zach Taylor's skull finally yeah. was filled in. Lovely. Which means, yes, which means his skull is fully developed now. And coincidentally, the play calling has been amazing. Yeah. That is crazy, John. Did you read that?
0: I no, think you no wrote it. That. Yeah, no, I
2: no think one John one wrote one that. John yeah. no read that because it's not true. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You I talked love about
1: guy. You, you talked about how the offense needed to live life without Jamar Chase just to see who they were. You know, like just go away on like vacation just to really find yourself. That's kind of what they yeah. did. Well, the yeah. defense had to do that with DJ Reader, and it definitely didn't help. It's the exact opposite situation because when the Bengals didn't have DJ Reader, they were one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. And ever since he's been back, the Bengals They're have the best. stopped. Derrick Henry to like yeah. 40 yards on 17 carries. Nick Chubb to 34 yards on 14 carries. It, it's crazy how, like, Miles Garrett himself in the past became this one man wrecking machine against the Bengals. And the Browns got a taste of that exact medicine with DJ reader because he single handedly shut down the identity of the Cleveland Browns. It was It was crazy. Yeah, and Logan
2: crazy. Wilson, John. Logan Wilson had like 37 tackles on his own. Yeah.
1: It, it, it helps crazy. when you have that behemoth in front of you just taking out those blocks. And just having yeah. the, the ability to make those plays,
2: and those chunky meniscus eyes, meniscus, eyes, meniscus. Menisci, what
0: is the what is the word? Yes. What are you talking about? He's, he's the that things that in his knees.
1: They're the so big and chunky. Of meniscus. So you're uh, saying yes. that his
0: and you've seen them because most of us have not seen his meniscuses.
2: I have seen the outer shell, of his. So he meniscus. has big
0: knees. You're saying he has a man with big knees. Beautiful and big. Huge knees. And he's by the way. By big the knees, way, I know you're the one.
2: He is one of those people. Who is, who's trying to steal our HR departments. I have seen pictures and it's not good. I'm very worried that we're not going to get HR back having too much fun.
0: Yeah. Bridget has, has made good friends with the Cincinnati Bengals team and it has not translated to bringing any of them on the show, which is fine, but it hasn't.
1: Yeah. John sounds like she's not good enough friends, but I don't know. Yeah. Or we're not good enough friends, John.
2: John, can you give us a CTB evaluation, baby? And I don't know what that means. I, first of all, let me say something else. Why are people giving
0: us so much money? This is because kind of love odd. The show. Because so we, we have Ferojo we we Cinco. We've been, we've been covering this team from before they were even good. We've been covering this team from when Andy Dalton was our starting QB and everybody was yeah. supposed to be okay with that. We've been, stu- so, we've so, been covering this team. From when we had losses that you wouldn't believe, devast- devastations in the play- yeah. in playoff, no playoff wins. We've been here. We've been here. We've been here for you.
2: So if you can see behind me, I have the Ocho Cinco doll there. And now Ferrocho Cinco, who actually is a member, he supports the show right here on YouTube. He did that, gave us $500. And then Will Andrews came and topped it with $1,000. And oh my it's gosh. incredible. I think, I
0: think something is happening to the numbers yeah. on your screen. Where what What is it mean? showing on their end? That are, is are crazy.
1: You, hold up. Are you making the budget based off of those numbers instead of the actual numbers?
2: Yeah, John. So here's the thing. About, Do you know what
1: a decimal point is?
0: You know what? We no, don't have math. Yeah, really hey, so Look. so here's the question. What is
2: next on the, on the Bengals' agenda? Next, they have to play, John, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And when is that? That is going to be John Sunday. on Sunday. Yes. It's not a
0: primetime game. No. It no, 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 no. It should no. be. Brady yeah. versus Burrow, old versus new. Goat, John- the old goat versus the new goat. Yes. And if I were going to guess which one smells more like goat, I would say it is not Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow looks like I he gotta smells. i got to be honest with yeah. you. I imagine that, that Tom Brady smells pretty nice. That's a,
2: like yeah, spice. Okay, but yeah. when things one
1: few nice things left in this life. But
2: when things yeah. start going grey, I know they, they just naturally a little bit are stinky, just a little bit, and you well, can't do anything. You can't change true. it.
0: The old man yeah. smell. We all have dealt with it. Once you hit once you hit forty, the things thing start stinking. Now, just, now, yeah. here's, here, here's the real real deal, that you, Is never underestimate the power of Tom Brady. I know that people have been watching these Brady games and being like, oh, he's done, he's finished. Brady's still going to excite you. He's still going to surprise you. So if you think the Bengals are just going to... Are they going to the, to the Buccaneers or the Buccaneers coming to us? They're coming to us. So don't you think that the Buccaneers are just going to come off those buses and come into the jungle and then we're just going to beat them like their little lambs? No, no.
2: I think that similar to... That similar going to happen. Look, when Jordan played Kobe and Jordan was you know he's very old. He yeah, was but, on but the Jordan Wizards. was still better than Kobe.
0: No. Yeah. No way. No. Yeah.
2: No, I'm talking about when he's on the Wizards. He was like 40 oh, years old. No, no,
0: yeah. no no forget it. My That's point is, time my time. point
2: is it's not even about the ego thing. It's more like a it's more like just an appreciation for the game type of thing where it's like, "Oh, this is my chance to leave an impression on on this young man." you know, who, I, I, don't, I don't know, John, if Tom Brady said anything about Burrow, but let's be realistic. It's not about their player styles. It's not about anything. But the guy who has the intangibles and the ability to just precisely cut you, precisely move the ball down the field when you need it most, there's nobody, I don't think, there's no, I don't think Josh Allen. I don't even think Patrick Mahomes. None of these guys resemble Tom Brady in that regard, like Joe Burrow. And I think, I think Tom Brady is a smart enough to know that.
0: Joe. Well, I, I, would, I would add, why don't we add a little bit of special sauce to, to your little veggie burger there, which is yeah. I, I would say that there is no quarterback who has the X factor. The X factor, X here represents the unknown. He has the unknown factor of leadership and charisma like uh, that, that Tom Brady you know, epitomized like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, he's like, he's like the queen bee. He brings the other beasts to him, and he makes them work hard. And and Tom Brady had that that before him. But my point is, who's going to win? Well, first of all, John, where is the game going
2: to be? Because I'm reading that it is going to be in Tampa now.
0: Yeah, we we've been. Were, were you here, assuming that was incorrect? Mixed, mixed,
1: mixed reports.
2: I, I I said Cincinnati. I just assumed. Mm. No,
1: Cincinnati. it's a Tampa. It's, it's in Tampa. Tampa. Okay, it's a Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. okay.
2: Okay. Now, John. Let's just talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I don't know talk if about the Buccaneers. What, what kind of, uh, what's going on with them. Because, no, no, look, what, they're in a very bad division, right? No. They have all the opportunities in the world. They're two years removed from a championship. Not only a championship, but, John, they had a very complete team that year, right? And then last year, they were a disappointment in the playoffs. I think they fell behind a lot early. Was it to the 49ers? And they almost came back, Right.
1: I don't know. So they, for, no, the Rams. Not, to the Rams. Not already, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, there it's the
2: Rams. Yeah. But the point is that they have they were a very, very good team. And then what happened this year?
1: You know what? Um when you were complaining about Zach Taylor and his play calling because his skull did not develop yet until October, you were tell you were telling me about how Joe Burrow should kind of take the reins and just do it all himself. Well, that's really what Tom Brady has been doing this year. There are reports that He is doing install meetings or, like, just final uh, weekly meetings with the offense, like the night before games, and then only the players know about this, and then the coaching staff finds out in the middle of the games, and they just have to go with the flow, which is why the offense has been anemic and inept and inconsistent, and it doesn't look like it's fun for anybody. So Brady has taken on so much responsibility for whatever reason. I don't know if it's because he doesn't trust this Buccaneers coaching staff, which is the first year without Bruce Arians, but whatever the reason may be, he looks like the Tom Brady that left New England before he came to Tampa Bay, and it just doesn't look any resemblance. Wait,
2: John, what happened to Byron Leftwich?
1: He's still there, and I don't think he's a bad offensive coordinator, but for whatever reason, they're not in sync. So that's uh,
0: yeah, but you don't want to be you don't want to be the team where it all comes together and they become in sync. Like you don't like you remember what was it the Jets uh, that we played last year? All of a sudden they stepped it up when they played the Cincinnati Bengals. That happens in football. Yeah, these are professionals.
2: Yeah, but I mean, John, what is this uh, gazelles whipping that they're talking about here? Sleeping with the whipping? I don't well, understand. I, I that, don't.
1: I don't know. think the son of Trent Irwin wants any. Wants to face anybody who gets whipped by a gazelle or has any Hold anything on, wait a minute. Hold, yeah. hold
0: on, hold on. I got to know all the details about this. I have not heard about this.
2: I think, John, I think there were pictures that emerged okay. of Giselle okay with a animal? Like, Taekwondo instructor. With an instructor, something. okay. Tai chi. Tai, tai chi. tai Chi.
0: Tai Chi. Tai yeah. Chi. It's a very ancient art from China. Yes. And when you practice Tai Chi, it increases your chi. So she was increasing her chi. She was increasing her chi, Mm -hmm. apparently. The the gazelle has a name? Like,
1: is it named gazelle?
2: John, you know what? I need you to be serious for this podcast. I am
1: serious. I don't want to see a gazelle getting whipped. No, hold on. Wait. Lions do enough damage to
0: that population. Okay, now, uh, you took me to the Tai Chi, and then you left me there. What happened next?
1: Go ahead. See, we're just like the Bucks, where, where you have too many voices in the kitchen, and no one knows what yeah. I had. Okay, I have, so have to do anyone yeah. saying. Giselle, in yeah. the bedroom. Tai Who's Chi just, instructor. oh, then Tom Brady's what? wife, ex-wife. That makes sense. What? What then? Why? Yeah.
2: Well, I think that I think that this was in his head. Maybe I think that this has kind of thrown Whose him head? off. Head. I mean, I have heard John, John. I have heard. Now, obviously, not at the level of something like this. But I have heard, John, I have heard that divorce can be a distraction. And Tom Brady had to go through one the middle of the year. Okay. So here's the thing. I yep. like Tom Brady. I Love respect him. him. You know why, John? How could
0: you not? Because do you
2: wherever, he played with probably like 10 different rosters in New England and another one or two in Tampa Bay. I mean, so right. much, there's so much turnover in rosters in the NFL and this guy was there 20 years I mean, I, you know I mean, and, we, and yeah. no but I mean as yeah. every roster with yeah. a few exceptions, with a few kind of crazy c- scenarios, almost every important player loved Tom Brady and that tells you something that guy's a great teammate, he's a great leader, and his work ethic you know inspires other people. Right. so I'm rooting for Tom Brady. I'm just hoping he doesn't figure it out you root this week Tom Brady?
0: How could, I'm okay,
2: hoping this week he doesn't good. figure it out yeah so John.
1: Yeah. I don't know if any teammate or team or coach loved Tom Brady more than the mother of his first child, but he still left her for a gazelle. So, eh. Yeah. John.
0: It's, it's really sad what happened to Tom and gazelle, but here's the thing. Tom Brady is not... Uh, people, people are overestimating the psychological element in Tom Brady's failures. I want to go back to what John was saying, right. which is that the problems of, of, of the Buccaneers are the problems of the Buccaneers. They're not the problems of Tom Brady. You, you know, you've got- Well, well hold on, hold on. In, yeah. Hold yeah. on.
2: Let's remember yeah. that yeah. they, supposedly, John, Tom Brady wanted the coaching change. I don't know. I mean, this isn't can, can substantial. I just, he right? wanted
1: to control the Miami Dolphins.
2: No, no, no. I know. But he also, yeah. supposedly, before that, he didn't want to continue with Bruce Arians. And it's partly because he wanted that more control over the offense, right? So, I mean, Maybe. But, it's but, partly yeah, his you, fault. You, I, yeah.
0: it's, it's honestly, Tom Brady is not the factor here, okay? Let me just finish my thought, okay? Basically, if you want to look at the Bengals and how they performed this year, there are three factors that determine whether they struggle or whether it's a pretty easy win. Number one factor, how, are, how is that other team's defensive line? How are they when it comes to rushing the quarterback, putting pressure on the quarterback? If they are very good, we have a hard time. Okay, that's the number one factor. Well, they don't have a TJ Watt, they don't have a Miles Garrett. They don't have those Miles Garrett, yes. so that's, uh, that's in our favor, right? Number two, the number two factor, who on the Bengals is healthy? If TJ Reader and Jamar Chase are both healthy, then you're in really good shape. Because those are two, those are basically like, you know, you got the heart and you got the liver. That's the heart and the liver of our team are, are those two players. And so there you go. So that's the second, that's fact. Okay, brain.
2: hold on. Who's the liver? Is it, is DJ Reader, because you're saying he's like a fatty liver? I don't understand.
0: Okay. The, the, um, Who's know, the liver? There are basically three centers to the to the human body. That, right. Three chi, yeah. chi centers. Okay. Brain, yes. liver, uh, heart, and liver. Okay. okay. And I'm, I'm saying if if Puro if is the brain, uh, uh, Chase is the liver, and, and, uh, and Reader is, uh, is it, uh, sorry, Chase is the heart, and, and Reader is the liver. But But my point is that, when they're healthy, and, they, and we haven't had both of them healthy for a lot of games, and now we're going into it with another game like that. Number three, the number three factor, and this is the final one, is the run game. When the Bengals have a good run game, we always win. When the, and, and Burrow has said that. It's not, you, don't, you don't believe me? Quote Burrow. When, 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 when uh, Pirine, uh, Mixon can run yards, and that has a lot to do with the offensive line, mind you. When they can do well and get you the yards and put the pressure off Burrow, Burrow can do spectacularly, and there you go. And so that, to me, that's the, th- the f- number one and two we know are fine. But number three, is the run game ready for the Buccaneers? Is the run game of the Cincinnati Bengals? And, and, and John, I'm looking to you to answer this question. Is it is the run game? Is Pirine P- and Mixon going to be as good this coming Sunday as they have been in the past? John?
1: The oh, see, yours. why not? I, I feel like this offensive line, like, that's the strength in them right now. Like, they are working really well in sync with any concept that they have in the run game and I feel like both Piran and Mixon are comfortable with what they're being asked to do. I think the rotation with them was pretty good this past week. I don't know if that's going to change just because Mixon is now two games back off of his rest but I feel like they've established a good rapport with their blockers and I feel like the rotation is fine now. They're both ro- running really hard so I'm, I'm fine with, with where things are at.
0: And so if, if you put those three together and, and, and here ends my horoscope, then you have new goat. Sitting on top of the mountain, looking down on the old, tired, stinky goat. Yeah. So that is your prediction. That's my horoscope. Do you want to score? Uh, sure, twenty-one seventeen. Do you want to play best player of the game? Why not, Jamar Chase? Okay,
2: okay. Well, John let us what what are the key matchups if we haven't talked about them anything we're forgetting for the fans who want to know about this game because no one's really seen the bucks this year
1: yeah i mean jamar chase versus denzel ward was a big matchup this past week but denzel ward is not as good of a cornerback as jamel dean is for the bucks dean really likes to press that's typically common in the buccaneer scheme so chase will have to create quick separation release off the line pretty well if he's going to win that matchup as much as he did against denzel ward this past week Alex Kappa is playing Tampa Bay for the first time since he left the Bucks last year, and he's going to meet Vita Vea, who's probably the second best nose tackle in the league behind DJ Reader. He's probably an even better pass rusher, so that is a guy who can push the pocket, and Kappa will definitely definitely be tested. Other than that, I think just Brady versus the Bengals pass rush, whatever that is. Right now, we don't know if Trey Henderson's going to play. He's probably not going to play, but it's going to need a platoon effort between Joseph Asai and Cam Sample to kind of compensate for that loss. And Brady when he has time, even at this point in his career, he can still be decent, so it needs to be watched. Okay. Alright. So what
2: what was your official prediction, John?
1: I I don't know because the Bucks are not a good football team right now, but the Bengals have won a lot lately and there's no reason to think why it's gonna stop now, even when the, have the history and the aura of Tom Brady, yeah, I don't really see it. So I, I think the Bengals should have the upper hand here. So I'm going to guess, uh, Tampa wins 21 to 17.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Okay. So this is a tough one for me to predict. Honestly, I look at the direction of these two teams in their opposite directions but it is in Tampa. And John, I don't know if you've seen, but they fire off cannons at any moment. They can fire off a cannon. And you can imagine you're in this stadium, you're trying to play a football game and then they're shooting these cannons at you.
1: Yeah. The moment's are pretty selective, actually, you know, the-
2: yeah, but I mean, it's really distracting. It's very distracting. I mean, it's not, it's not at the level of something like, yeah, the- but it has its own, you know, it, it, it's, It works in its own way.
1: And I don't know if the bank is going to be prepared for that, John. Talk about cannons. I mean,
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know, John, you've made a lot of inappropriate jokes on this show, but it's been
0: been six
1: years. I feel like I've earned it.
0: Yeah. Okay. And HR isn't here.
2: That's true. Precisely. So, so anyways, so. What you have, John, is you have this Tampa Bay team that is a wounded animal that is, is going to look to. They, look, like there a is the, like a gazelle. And, John, they, they are right in the tick of winning the NFC, whatever, South, right? They could, you know. So, I think that the Bengals, I don't know, I just see them getting smacked upside the face this game Mm -hmm. and uh, I see the final score being 28 to 14 Cincinnati which is which is really yeah just crazy
0: so Cincinnati's winning by 14 points but smacked in the face maybe explanation is in order that you sure sure I think so do you have one no but you said they were
2: going
1: to be smacked right how can he explain what he's confused about so yeah
2: yeah i mean i look at it like this right when you do something very bold very rude right you say a very let's say inappropriate comment you yeah. right maybe you saw a scene like this
0: yeah
2: and you don't you can't control yourself no. you can't control mm-hmm. your mouth and you say something inappropriate yeah I, I feel like you get smacked in the face. And I feel the Bengals are going to be very rude in Tampa Bay. Yeah. They're going to go in there, yeah. and they're going to embarrass bad guests. an old, old senior goat, yeah. a smelly goat, they're gray. Gonna
0: def- they're going to deflate his balls.
2: Right. And I think here's the thing. I think the goat is being held together by all these magical things, right? The TB12 magic. And I think it's all going to come apart, and it's going to be like, that was rude. Where did that come from? And they Smack get the smacked. They get smacked in the face. the The fans were not, were not not like it. The locals no. would not like it. No, that's not how. Giselle, that's, you, that's, not, not like it.
0: that's not how you do it in Bay. No, no. G- I Giselle feel like Jazelle. Like well,
2: she might. She might. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is not. By By the way, boys and girls, that is not the proper way to practice Tai Chi.
2: No. no I know. I have a
0: black belt in Tai Chi.
2: Mm. Yeah. I feel like we covered everything. I, I think that that was a, actually probably our most elaborate preview ever.
0: Yeah, we really got crazy. into the knit and the grit.
2: Yes. And the Cincinnati Bengals who are... They? Yes. who they, We will have to find out who eventually beats the Bengals. Might just be next year. We'll see. But, John, if that is can all they that beat you have... Can the
0: That's the real question.
2: Yeah. Well, yes, they can. But we'll save that for later. Unless, John, unless you have anything else... Don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment, turn on notifications, and go to patreon.com slash dhsports, where you can patronize us, or you can drop a super chat, money in the super chat. I love the super chats.
0: What should you they can become a member YouTube. What should they make a comment
2: about? Put in the comments how much you want to put in your Patreon no, account. No, no, no. We'll see you we next time. So Wait, no, no,
0: the, ignore what he said. We need a good comment. Wait, is the show over or is the song just end? One of like one of them. I,